It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, Losing the Culture War. Our scripture reference today is Ephesians chapter 4, verses 17 through 24. As always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. Now this I affirm and insist on in the Lord. You must no longer live as the Gentiles live in the futility of their minds. They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of their ignorance and hardness of heart. They have lost all sensitivity and have abandoned themselves to licentiousness, greedy to practice every kind of impurity. That is not the way you learned Christ. For surely you have heard about him and were taught in him as truth is in Jesus. You were taught to put away your former way of life, your old self, corrupt and deluded by its lust, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and to clothe yourselves with the new self, created according to the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. What do you expect a preacher to say about living holy? I assume you know I have a high view of holiness and that I wholeheartedly believe that's our full calling. When people ask me what it means to be a United Methodist Christian, for example, I say it means holiness of heart and life. I can't encourage people to live any other way. That's what's intriguing to me about what we read in Ephesians 4. Presumably, the Apostle Paul is speaking. It's thought the letter's audience went beyond the Ephesian Christians. Still, there was a particular audience for whom these words first meant something. Would they have expected Paul to say anything else about living faith-filled lives? Paul insists to them that they must change the way they live. What else would a preacher say? He surely wouldn't affirm how some believers were denying Christ. He wouldn't have thought it was all right to live as they once did. Instead, his insistence is that they change. Now, I'd like to suggest to you that the church has lost the culture wars. That is, the part of the American church that thought it was supposed to fight the culture wars has lost. And that seems like a shift in conversation, so stay with me. For years, many Christians have taken a posture against culture. We've set our battle lines and gone to war. In the process, hoping to win, I suppose, we lost our own way. Our critique of culture morphed into bitterness and rancor. Christians aren't always so Christ-like. And that's a problem. Now, don't misunderstand me. I do not affirm a lot of our larger culture's values. My job isn't to condemn people for who they are right now. 
And that's not an escape from some hard task of engaging culture. It's actually a choice focus. You see, when culture lives into its values, greed, violence, consumerism, etc., I can't blame it. That's culture. My concern is when the church allows those values to take root within itself. And they do. And sometimes they do with ease. That's a problem. We can't change the culture if we haven't changed ourselves. I'm not even sure we're supposed to change anyone else but ourselves anyway. Transformation is God's doing. Plus, how hypocritical is it of us to demand culture bow to the standards we neglect? And that's part of what Paul is telling us in Ephesians 4. His words are not to the larger culture, the outsiders, or the non-saved. He is speaking to the church, you and I. As we clothe ourselves with the new self, our witness speaks for itself. We need renewal and transformation just as much as anyone else. Stay blessed. Thanks for always supporting Another Note. This is our daily devotional. I'll keep writing and recording as long as you keep listening and we keep growing. If you ever find Another Note on iTunes or anywhere else podcasts are available, make sure to leave a review so others can join us. The easiest way to connect with me is online at anotherjohn.com. God be with you.